here is cat proofed or if you have a specific section that i can um shop at here well <clears throat> not all of it is cat proof but there is a certain amount of it that is is cat proof for for claws and and things like that it, it's a material where if the cat claws into it it'll give it a little shock it'll shock the cat just a little bit a, okay. a nice little jolt okay uh this this is one of the couches that it does have to be plugged in at all times so i don't know if that's oh yeah something that you'd want it runs on electricity yeah but the, um, just looking at your hair, I feel like maybe you have one that you sit on at home. Like, you may that notice affect? that I have, yeah, a kind of a wild, uh, you know, hair of a, a man who looks like he's been struck by electricity or, or lightning bolt, you could say. Um, but, I, you know, that sometimes it's a side effect of the couch. You're not going to get any shocks when you sit on the couch. It's just okay. A, it's It'll a, just have, like, electricity court floating through your system. Uh, I, I'm concerned is what, I guess what I'm saying a little bit. There will be a little bit of electricity going through your system. You, you, you can sometimes feel it. Uh, we do recommend that you wear rubber shoes when you sit on our sofas. Uh, but your cat is never, ever going to scratch this thing one time. That's, and that's uh, it. I, it's honestly maybe worth it for me to do the electric shoe thing, mm -hmm. to have the, mm -hmm. no offense, crazy hair. Uh, just to, Slight offense taken, but that's okay. I, I'm sorry, but you, you, you realize you look kind of different hair-wise than most people. Sure, yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten that quite a bit. That, uh, yeah, I, I look like uh, the Bride of Frankenstein or... Uh, um, <laughs> Why wouldn't... Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. What's David Lynch? Eraserhead. Eraser People head. called me Eraserhead on occasion. I'm sorry. Uh, but I feel I, mean that I said that you look weird. This is actually a style okay. choice, uh, and actually a lot of ladies uh, actually like this. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's even better, because I am kind of recently on the market. That's I got the cats oh. because I'm recently single, and I just was feeling lonely, and that, they've just been tearing through my shit, my, my couch, yeah. my oh, curtains. I, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of which, is there a curtain uh, section here? We ha we have cur we do have curtains as well. Yeah, we got a. Uh, you can also plug those in. Uh, the curtains are electrified. Mm -hmm. The curtains are electrified. Yeah. Well. Oh, electric bill. What are we looking at here? It's like a little tick up. Or per month, it's in the nine to ten range. Nine to ten dollars. That's good. Ten, That's uh, uh, thousand. Hey, Dan, thanks for having us over for this housewarming, man. The place looks really great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry it took me a while. I just uh, I wanted to make sure I had it all set up. Yeah, it I... looks really good. Thanks for having me come, too. <laughs> this is Clay. Um, Clay. Hey, Clay. Hey, Clay. How you doing? I work at the furniture store, actually, where oh, I purchase all yeah. this stuff. You ever seen that David Lynch movie, Eraserhead? What? The David Lynch movie, Yeah, I've Eraserhead? seen it. I've seen the movie. Do you like it? Yes, I do like it, but that's besides the point. You look like Don King. <laughs> yeah, I brought up the racer head because you look like a racer, but you also look like Don King. You know who Don King is? I know who Don King is. I am a fan of Mike Tyson, but I am not Don King. Okay, oh, okay. okay. 
Nice. So we can just take a seat or whatever? Or... Oh, yeah. Um, so this is all furniture that Clay actually sold me. And oh, made. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, and made. I didn't actually get that. Oh, in yeah. I make every item that you purchase, actually, I make by hand. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that place that used to be a donut shop? Uh, yes. On a uh, on Fifth, um, yeah, yeah, Fifth, Fifth yeah. Fifth Ave. Yeah. Clay sells furniture out of there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We still have the donut up, which confuses a lot of people. So, it's an issue. You know, people come in and say, "Can I get a donut?" I say, "No, this we sell electrified furniture." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Electrified so, furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Electrified. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, the TV. Um, uh, I know we wanted to watch the game, but the TV is pretty low wattage here, so it's oh. kind of coming in and out because the furniture is taking uh-huh. up a lot of the grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you notice, totally pristine. No cat scratches or anything oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It does. No, it does look nice with all the cats you got here. It's just I was gonna say they must be so well behaved not to jump on the furniture. No, they are nightmares. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I have not slept very well in my new bed. Yeah. Um, because it's also cat just because they were waking me up and crying on me but the bed um the bed is a uh, cat repellent bed it's made out of uh well it's got like a sheen of dog urine on it that's right yeah so it scares the cat sleep away. in dog piss no it's got a sheen of dog urine on it sheen of dog it's actually yeah it's it's not dog piss it's a sheen of dog urine what am Clay I? I was pretty specific what? about that. <laughs> I feel like dog urine and dog piss are the same they thing. I'm just like saying different thing. words. You're saying sheen, but yeah, it's, it's got a nice sheen of dog urine on the. Bed. But is that like just like a thin layer? When you're saying sheen, what am I picturing? It's a pretty thick layer of dog piss. <laughs> so it's just a puddle of. You dog said piss you said what I said. Present puddle of dog piss. Dog uh, urine. Excuse me. I misspoke. Urine. Dog urine. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty crazy sitting on this couch. I got to say, I feel like my hair is getting taller, and yeah. I have electricity coursing through my veins. You ever seen the, those movies, House Party? <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah, kind of yeah. look like kid and play sitting on those couches. I do. <laughs> I right. want to get a. I want to get offended by this, but which do you mean? Do you mean kid or play? Because the answer is going to get me mad if it's the wrong answer. I was. I mean, I thought you were Christopher Kid Reed, of course. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Well, you're gonna be offended by that. He's great. He's great. He is great. But uh, the hair—I told you it was intentional. It's not intentional. It's a side no. effect of the furniture. Oh, I, I gotta come oh it's the, sh- the electricity yeah. from the furniture. Don't tell me you also don't get a lot of ladies with it. <laughs> he insisted he get the ladies love his hair. Of course. <laughs> I have not been with a woman for a long time. Clay. Yeah. Clay. I, bring, I, I bring you into my house. Yeah, you know, let and you he decorated your whole house. Yeah, you convinced too. my good friend to buy mm-hmm. a bunch of electrified fur- uh, furniture and a dog piss bed. I'll tell you the reason. The last lady I had come into the house, she we we took it up to the bedroom, and she's like, "Oh my god, it smells like dog piss in here. I'm out of here." Uh-huh. I said, "It's a sheen of dog urine." I chased her out the door. Yeah, yeah. chased her out the door. Yeah. Sounds like you only got the first half of the sales pitch, kind of. It really, I wish I had brought you guys along with me. You're much more curious than me. You yeah. could read people a little better. I feel like I was really, I, I, I bought the hard sell. Yeah. I, you guys have rubber shoes on? Because if you sit on the couch without rubber shoes, there's a good chance that you will be electrified. Yeah, thankfully I am wearing rubber shoes. I noticed. It's a torrential downpour outside, so Mm -hmm. I'm in my rain boots. I am soaking wet, though. Yeah, that also might be an issue. Oh, I didn't think about being wet. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a big-time conductor of There's a good chance you sit down on that couch, you're going to look like the lightning gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, welcome back to the Mandog Pod. My name is Ryan Rosenberg, and I'm one of your 
comedic hosts with the most, sitting beside my buddy Dan Lippert. When you say comedic host, it really puts a lot of pressure on the hosting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's but supposed to be funny. Our hosting, is it funny? I hope so. Well, we'll see. Um, well, we're here in the HeadGum Studios with our guests. We recorded uh, with for with them for their podcast today, and now they're doing a little one of ours, and they've been gracious enough to let us use all of their materials. We're very happy to have them on. Uh, they are the hosts of Doughboys, Nick Weiger. Hi, Nick. Hi. Uh, and Mike Spoonman Mitchell. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> Who was who? <laughs> I hope you're watching the video because those were identical audio shout out. I appreciate you not introducing us with the comedic hosts of the Doughboys because that was too much. That would be too much pressure for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, and we don't believe it. No, so. yeah, no, we, can't, we cannot deliver on that. <laughs> I, I haven't improvised for a while, and I went with quiet guy character. You know, when you're yeah. just like, he has a voice like that. I don't know what I was doing. So I apologize to the listeners right. and to you guys. Nothing uh, you did was any different than what we do all the time. We do quiet guy voice. Like, our characters are not very, very. Sure not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like this if it's somebody's partner who's mad at them. Uh, yeah. Well, you're used to, though, like, because I, I, I also haven't done improv in a very long time. And um, I'm very much retired from doing it on stage. And the but when you're on stage, it's like it's like theater. You're you're projecting. It's like no small moves. It's like your big gestures and like you can't you can do stuff with your face, but really it's got to be a lot of like a lot more volume, a lot more energy. Time to have a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a hot day. I'm gonna have a popsicle. Oh. <laughs> Well, and you guys, we grew up watching you guys on stage, so obviously you're legends to us. Those oh, types of moves are just exactly what we've been going through. Right. It's a state fair. Mm, one corn dog, please. <laughs> oh, check out this dude. He's pretty fucking hot. <laughs> you know, these sorts of moves on stage. But, but, like, the thing when you got a microphone in your face, like, you can be quiet, guy. Yeah. You can't, you can't really do this if you're on, on Herald Night. Yeah, on Herald Night, I, yeah, I would have been tagged out at yeah. some point for yeah. a quiet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, especially like I, f I don't know if you all had this at some point when you started podcasting, but with the headphones on, I kind of like fall in love with fucking with my voice. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun to it's fun to hear you. It's fun to do yeah. stuff like that. Right. Agreed. You it's go down here and be this guy, or you go up here and do head voice and be yeah. this guy. Oh God, yeah. yeah. There's something wrong with the fridge. Chest voice, little head voice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Because you said was it before? No, it was when we were doing Doughboys. Uh, that someone said something about projecting, or you learned yes. to project. Is that a I'm trying to control thing? my voice a little. Yeah, I, I, I took some. I took a voiceover. Class I was going to say I didn't know if you want to talk about that because well, I've alluded to this many times. I found myself getting my vocal cords getting so worn out from doing, especially double records. I was like, I took a voiceover course to try to control my lungs a little bit better, and it's been interesting. It's a lot of breathing. It's a lot of just like make chest expansion that sort of stuff. But it's also like projecting properly, you know, because I tend to talk from my throat, and I'm trying to do that less. This guy's a machine. With the fucking ad reads, let me tell you, he he'll like uh, it'll be an ad read for fucking whatever, fuck Smalls cat food or some shit, right? And you'll just you'll knock it out of the park. He's good at it. What He's a really superpower power to have to be able to read a fucking ad. <laughs> <laughs> it is an old read ad copy oh, that's for, for the business you're in. I this. guess yeah. so. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> I love to see that you just went to a class to get better at a thing that you do all the time. Like that's hard to go to a class where you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm good at this or something that you already struggle with. Yeah, it's I, I well I also like taking classes and that was a thing that when we were doing nerd when, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When we were doing 
when we were doing, uh, you know, like everyone was locked down. I like I didn't take any. I mean, like I would take like a yoga class online, but that was it. But like I like I, that's a that's a thing. Like continuing education, I actually find fun. It was like, oh, I have some sort of task, I have some sort of purpose, something to look forward to each week. I have some skill I'm getting better at. You know, I have a, I have a feeling in the voiceover classes you have. There's got to be some weirdos in there, just because in my early days, I wor- worked at uh, the at CBS. I was a page at CBS. Yeah, and there was this guy here. I shouldn't say his name, but I will. His name was Chuck, and uh, <laughs> Chuck was like he he was a page. And then when the the, the audience came in for Price is Right, he'd always be like, well, "Welcome to Price is Right," and he would like talk like an announcer guy. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh, this is." This man is a psycho, uh, but like I feel like the voiceover world has a lot of fucking crazy people. Everyone like in this that, class, right? it was a small class, and everyone was great, and the people who taught it were great. The it, it was interesting because there were people like me who had you know existing experience or were like I like hey I already act in you know anime dubs or I have you know. Uh, I've I've done theater for a long time. I'm trying to get into you know more sort of VO stuff because I'm getting older and those roles the roles I'm being offered are different. But there was also like like uh, you know like uh, I'm 42 and everyone always said I had a good voice, so <laughs> I decided to take this class for fun. You know? <laughs> it's like great voice guy, <laughs> which by the way is a great character for you yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This guy doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you take voiceover class in LA, you see a lot of interesting people. Uh, look at this one here. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a teeny tiny guy. I'm a high voice. Everyone said I should do voiceover. <laughs> a guy like that in the class. <laughs> all right, class. Well, uh, thank you all for coming to VoiceOver 101 today. Um, a lot of people are here for many different reasons. Some people want to do voiceover for commercials. Some people want to read audiobooks. But I think the thing that we're all trying to learn is just, you know, the industry standard. Most people are coming here to learn how to speak like other people in voiceover. So, you know, we might have some people with interesting voices or whatever, but we're going to straighten you out here today, okay? Uh, So let's just go around and say, what are you most interested in doing? Um, Nick? Well, I'm most interested in narrating audio books. Okay, good. Thank you, Nick, for going first. Sorry to put you on the spot there. My pleasure. (laughs) Great. We definitely got some work to do. Um... And Just per what you were saying, um, I can't tell if this guy is working on a character or weird. Uh, I, based on his outfit, I'm seeing a weird guy, but I don't want to make fun of you is what I'm trying to say here. You think I'm weird? <laughs> okay, never mind. I get it now. Okay. Very, I get, very I get, you get uh, it? <laughs> Charles, Charles, it seems like you're taking a notice of everybody else in the class. What is it that you would like to do here? Um, well, I listen to a lot of ASMR. A lot. And I figured, well, they, they're making a ton of money off of it, and I think I probably could, Are they? too. I think so, yeah, for me at least, yeah. So, uh, if you extrapolate that out to some of the other fellows out there who get what I get out of it, yeah, I think maybe I could do that. Good. Well, for an ASMR voice, I haven't heard a ton of people with your sort of register, but that's something we could definitely work it's on. It's too low? I think it is. Okay, but we'll get fuck. into that. We'll That's get okay, into that. Fuck. Okay. That's okay. And Danny, what are you here to work on? Cream. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> cream. Danny, I think I heard you say cream over there. You're here to work on cream. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, Danny, I really, I really love your enthusiasm. What does that mean? 
Green. Okay. Oh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll go with you last, okay, Danny? Thank you. Thank you so much. Just, just if it helps anything, I'd also like to work on cream. Okay. Okay. Good. Now, the first lesson we're gonna the first lesson we're gonna do is about how far away from the mic you should be and about taking a breath before you speak. We want to make sure that we're ready to speak. We're ready to address the microphone. The microphone is built just like an ear, so you don't want to be too close to it. And you also don't want to be too far away from it. Let's all try to speak into the microphone with one clear sentence about a fist away from the microphone. Okay? Go ahead, Danny. Cream! All right, Danny, why don't you, why don't you read the sentence I wrote here for you, just so we can get another uh, stimulus here. Cream! Cream. Okay. All right. I'm going to write down cream for you, and we're going to look for some cream auditions for, you know, uh, sour cream, uh, whipping cream, milk. We'll, we'll, we'll get you there, buddy. Okay. Uh, and now, uh, Dan, what, what were you looking at here? All right. I got to say something. Earlier, I was putting on a voice because I was embarrassed by my voice. But now that I'm in the company of, of people who are really just owning who they are, I have to use my natural voice as well. Okay. Well, that's beautiful. That's really great. And do you want to read the sentence we have here for you? Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Now that I'm banking with Ally Bank, everything can be done so easily. I can go to any ATM and, and deposit money with just the click of a button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we don't need the ad lib at the end there. The ad lib was not necessary at the end, but good microphone spacing. Oh, yeah, I forgot good. we were doing that part. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out well. Good breathing. You know, just out of curiosity, why don't we try one with your fake voice? <laughs> like. I like that fake voice, and I love your real voice. I'm never doing that voice again. I feel so comfortable. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you can be yourself. Okay, good. And we want to be our. Oh, hang on. Let me grab the door here. Hey, um, my brother Danny, uh, I think he maybe came into this class accidentally. Oh. Oh, there he is. Danny. Yeah, he, sorry, he, he had a stroke. He can't really say anything besides cream. Oh, he was doing wonderfully. What is, is this a class? Yeah, this is a voiceover It's a voiceover class. class. Oh, wait, so hold on a second. Yeah. My brother, I mean, you've obviously saw that my brother only can say his cream over and over again, right? Yeah, we're working with it. Okay. <laughs> no, he's in the wrong place. He needs medical help. Right. Uh, well, what would you want us to do, kick him out of here? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, if he's just saying cream over and over again. Well, if, I, if you'd like to take him out, you can. But... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to take him out of here. Okay. I, uh, excuse me. Oh, yes, hello. Oh, hey, yeah. Hi. I, hey, thanks for, thanks for giving me an open-door policy. You know I'm the biggest voiceover agent in the city. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Chet Hawkins. And cream. I got to say, <laughs> Danny, you got the goods. <gasps> oh my Danny, God. this is Chet Hawkinson. Cream. <laughs> Wait, Danny, you think my brother has the goods? The dairy industry has been looking for a Danny for decades. Oh, my God. The Got Milk campaign was the last time they really struck gold. I feel like cream could be the next big campaign. Some, that, maybe it's something like cream. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a pale imitation of <laughs> right, Danny. Right. No, right. It's right, a real thing. Right. I mean, there's a, that's- I Seems mean, like that's, you're kind of, now you kind of want the role. It seems like you're kind of angling. Well, 
I mean, we're all kind of here to audition. Yeah, all right, good point. But this would give my brother purpose. This, this sounds great. I mean, this is fantastic. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I have to become his legal guardian. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, Danny, it's up to you. Do you want me to be your new daddy? Cream! <laughs> I can say as his brother, that means yes. <laughs> Wow, this has been a really incredible class today, you guys. I'm really proud that everyone is being so honest. This is beautiful. Um, so um, we're kind of looking for the new, We, um, you know, Groot was so big at Marvel. And so yes. DC, we want a similar character. <laughs> right. and we saw some of your dairy campaigns. Yeah. Um, so we're wondering if Danny is available for those. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he can kind of speak for himself here. Danny, what do you think? Do you want to be the next Groot? <laughs> Sorry, can we come back when he's not on the job here? <laughs> it's, it's really not going to make a difference. Sir. That's what he's going to say. It will for me. It, uh, it will for me. All right, we Sorry, cut to the Mr. Movie. Favreau. Avengers Assemble. It's me, Rocket Raccoon. It's me, Doctor Strange. It's me, Hulk. Don't forget Thor. Cream. That's right. We have to stop Thanos. He's right. Man, why do they give the Cream character like? He's supposed to have dialogue. Like they're supposed to understand him. It's kind of like a group. Yeah. What don't you get? Oh, he's you're... like the best part of the movie, dude. Are dude. you a fucking hater? Is that what you're saying? Oh. You're you think it's so cool to like hate on the MCU and say like the cream? You guy guys is are Marvel black? fanboys. Oh, let me guess. Yoda, you are you like? <laughs> no, I don't like the Star Wars. Not the new ones. Not once. Once not once Ray became a part of it. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. First Ray, now Cream. I think we know your politics, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Disliking Cream means I'm a bad guy. I'm a Trumper because I dislike Cream. He doesn't make any sense in the universe. Yes, he does. A cow had a bad udder, and it birthed Cream. <laughs> He's representing all of us who have a voice but aren't heard. All of us. I don't know. It's funny that, like, I never heard these objections about Spider-Man. You know I mean? Like, it's just weird. Like, you never complain about Spider-Man, but all yeah. of a sudden, Cream is, like, this pariah. I, did you listen to the explanation? A cow had an udder and birthed Cream? Yeah, I listened to the explanation. It makes total sense to me. I mean, what the fuck is this guy's problem? Yeah. I, I mean, like, what, what is that somehow better than gamma rays to you? It's the same thing. Same thing. Cream is a Mary Sue, okay? Oh, jeez. That's the truth. You're too into film discourse, man. Now we're Way to the point of hatefulness that I don't even know what that term means. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it. Just say it once. You know you like it. You know you're at home late at night with nobody saying cream. Cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it Mary Sue? I forget. What is that? Yeah, yeah, that is the thing. What's that? that it's the thing name. that Max Landis <laughs> called Ray. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's like a female character who doesn't have her own drive or wants or something like that. I don't. Yeah. Uh, he's I'm an not expert really sure. in that. <laughs> 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 we might have talked about this. Uh, you guys may have different opinions. I'm curious, but uh, I like kind of went back and watched some old John Landis movies with my girlfriend, like Watch American Werewolf, and then I was thinking of Blues Brothers and Animal House, and I was like. 
oh, these are these comedies really? Mm, um, like, cause they, it, they're weird, like bullying movies. They're like kind of all the characters are like mean, and that's what's funny about them. There is that side to it. It is it is a funny thing of I there I do have a lot of love for those movies, and I and I. Obviously, Max Landis is an annoying man in our world or whatever, but like there, but blues. There is a weird thing in the '80s where there were like movies that are supposed to be comedies that don't have like hard jokes that are just kind of mm-hmm. like I smile at that or whatever. Yeah, and I think the comedy of it is that nothing kind of matters. It's yeah, like, like fun of it. Blues Brothers is like a movie where I'm like, I don't know if Blues Brothers ever made me like outright laugh. No, I don't think it's a funny movie, but I do think it's I like, love it, it's though. a spectacle, and it's like a whole thing is just like oh, it's like kind of a, just the stunts to me are the main set piece. Sure, yeah, there, which is more of an action movie than which anything. Which Landis turned out to be really great right. with stunts. He's good at it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> main stunt guy. Um, but like even like a, I mean like I did even the the Twilight so like that movie, all those eighties movies, like I did. Like I don't know if it's the thing I was a child and I yeah. Liked it. Like, right. have you rewatched them recently and still enjoyed them? I don't. The first movie I ever saw in theaters that I remember seeing in theaters is um, uh, the the Great Outdoors, the John Candy mm. movie. And then like I watched it and I have a nostalgia for. It. I also do think that like a John Candy is just kind of like a magnetic, likable guy. You yeah, know what I mean, like, and he is funny. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Incredible we charisma. Recently. He's a, yeah. he's incredible. That movie. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. yeah, I like John Candy. But I think you're I think you're on to something. Did you like American Werewolf in London? Not on the rewatch, no. Interesting. I, uh, I was kind of like, I, I didn't really like any of the characters. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, like, it wasn't really making me laugh much. To be fair, I, I fell asleep probably like three quarters of the way through it. But um, what I saw, I wasn't like, I liked it in high school. I liked Blues Brothers in high school. I liked Animal House, but. There is kind of an asshole-ishness about the, <coughs> eight, you know, 70s, 80s that carry, like, I feel like we talk about this before. We're like late '90s, 2000, compared to now, felt so much meaner. Like, like, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. felt like a meaner time. And yeah, like it was like a lot of bullying. I feel like I so. think there was also a fantasy aspect of like, like this is like this is the a lot because a lot of times it was like the nerds in these movies or who would play the nerds were like asserting like an alpha dominance, right? Yeah, it's like this is like I now I get to be the bully. Now I get to be cool. You know, Weiger's great ideas. Revenge of the Jocks. Oh yeah, Where the Jocks yeah. are the Jocks come back and like they've right the nerds, the nerds have taken over. Now. Yeah, that is a great yeah. Idea. yeah. Oh. I I had also thought that and I was like the nerds have taken over and I kind of like identify a little bit more like with nerd culture. Sure, sure yeah. But then I went to du- the Dungeons and Dragons like the first weekend it was out in IMAX at CityWalk and I was like, oh no, these are like still dorks like the audience was full of like you know like real big time dorks that i was yes. like oh this is a totally different culture of nerds that haven't really taken over yet no this is like true nerds that's that's how i felt because like i saw dungeons and dragons with a with a big house opening weekend too and i like i did really like the movie uh the but like the outside in the lobby afterwards was like a group, group of like five nerds like arguing over how faithful the movie was to the <laughs> druid class and i was like this is so what another level of nerddom than like mcu or star wars sure. nerds like this is like hardcore old school or nerd. evil nerds i feel like silicon valley is or even evil yeah nerds. that's a different sort of yeah. Nerd. Yeah. yeah yeah the olympic rings of nerddom they all have like kind of their own you know overlap and and like wrestling fandom is its own kind of nerddom that's you know? true right. yeah 
Hmm. When do you think that changed where it became like publicly acceptable to be nerdy like in public? I feel like people used to do it at home mm. on their little chat. It's definitely a post Urkel society. Like when it, it was post Urkel. <laughs> Urkel time, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. But then, I, that, but that's the nerd I like. I like, mm-hmm. I like Urkel. I don't. You like him like if he was in your world, you would enjoy having him around. Or you mean as a character, you like him? I, I well, you know what? I think he's a guy who likes cheese. He's around. He's funny. I mean, like, I mean, he'd probably make me laugh. Urkel. Isn't Urkel just nice and Carl is tired and angry? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's, like, that's kind of really what I thought truth. too. Urkel is just over. He's just a neighbor. He's just a neighbor who's kind of annoying people. And that's also like, if you ever seen Jaleel White, he's always like, it was hard for me because I was playing Urkel and I was like, I'm actually kind of like a cool guy, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't like you like this. I like Steve. I think Steve Steve Urkel's fun and likable. Is that how Stefan happened as he was like coming into the writer's room? I, like, hey. I 100% think that's what I, I just went was. through puberty. We can't do this yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine how hard that must have been for a child oh, actor though, in, to grow up being like, like, oh, you're the ultimate nerd. When you right. all you all I wanted as a kid was to be cool, but until yeah. I realized I will never be cool. It's like that's all I wanted. But being cool is not cool. Yeah, that's... but you don't know that when you're a kid. You don't know that right. when you're 12 years old. You yeah. think that's all that's all that matters. I heard that the show like wasn't even about Urkel. No, and it was really popular, and they were like, "Okay, it's Urkel now." Yeah, one hundred percent. That's amazing. I, I um, it, it's funny though with like at least my perception of certain nerd culture, where like <clears throat> people still cheered when Bradley Cooper. Sorry to spoil this, but he shows up in Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the audience was like giddy for it. Yeah, and I was like, this guy would bully you in real life. Ryan's fist. Uh, sorry, Ryan. I had no I idea. The, I spoiled the Bradley Cooper appearance <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the D and D movie. Um, but like, that's the thing that that bumps me with like some some of dork culture where it's like lionizing people who it's like you think this is cool yeah that doesn't make sense uh i don't really know how to explain it like well, you still want like you but you still want that affirmation you still like like you don't want you still want those people to think you're cool yeah because like it's like as much as you want to embrace like i'm a nerd i'm t- i'm a dork but you also are like oh fucking but if bradley cooper want to hang out with me hey that'd be pretty cool you know mm. yeah nerds uh, still want friends and exactly community. yeah uh, i think there's to, to go back to when this this the kind of the worm turned on this and when it started to be like i i i to be i i have my theory for okay. who are you think i i think it's i think it's a combination because people will point to the Raimi spider-mans and the x-men movies that came out around the same time but i also think the lord of the rings trilogy was so huge lord of the, the rings is for me but my big one was going to be harry potter Harry Potter, the Harry Potter world. Yeah, I think the Harry Potter did a, was, was a huge force as well. Like, I think that was a big part of of people just like, oh, I'm reading this book, this wizard book for kids. But it's also like that was a different sort of nerd dumb, I guess. I, you know what? It, you're right. It's, it was a big part of it. I also think like adults are nerds now. Back yeah. in the day, like you couldn't be a nerdy adult. It was like put on a suit and go to work. Yeah. Now it's like adults are just big old teenagers. Yeah. Yes. You know? which, it was like a secret. Which yeah. is bad, maybe too. I can't really tell where I fall on that. <laughs> well, it yeah, seems when they kind of bad. Right when they started to realize the toy industry started to realize that like we can sell more toys to adults as collectibles because right. they're who have you know disposable income. It's not parents buying them for their kids. Uh, it's adults buying it for themselves like that's fascinating it's also like how disney plus like the of a, a, a flat majority of disney plus subscribers are childless adults right it's like there's such a as nostalgia slash we just like nerd culture we just like entertainment for kids uh but we're fully grown it's uh, that's an interesting side for of the market to embrace did you did you have glasses as a child <clears throat> yeah i did but i was like I had, I, I had glasses, and then I got contact lenses, and they ultimately got LASIK. I, I had glasses starting when I was about 11 years old. This is this is what I – when I was a boy, I yeah. remember when I was in kindergarten, I had to get glasses. 
and I was so afraid I was going to get made fun of. Like I was like, I'm going to get made fun right, of so yeah. much. Right. Yeah. And now I don't. I don't think that stigma is around anymore. Right. Yeah. Like. Like. I Were like you made kid, fun of as a kid? Like, did it come up? The, a guy down the street, Mike Green, <laughs> said that if anyone makes fun of me for having glasses, he's going to beat him up. Great guy, Mike Green. Wow. And then someone did, and he beat him up. Beat Are you him, serious? Beat the shit out of him, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Was he older? Uh, he was older than me. Yeah, yeah. He was younger than Mike, uh, but he was older than me. But I, I, I had an eye patch, too. So I had a lazy eye. <laughs> My So uh, this is the, the here's the truth of it. I was in school. And they thought that I had some learning disabilities, and my mom was, and the teacher was like, "You should get, a, like, maybe you should get him tested for for his sight," because I was like having trouble reading. And then they right. they took me in, and they were like, "Oh, he's like extremely nearsighted." Mm-hmm. So I was like, couldn't read anything on the chalkboard, and was like reading the book right next to my, like reading this close to my face. And then they thought I was going to lose sight in this eye, so I had to have, wear an eye patch for a full year. Uh, a skin toned eye patch for a wow. full year, which wow. I thought would be cool, and then like it wasn't. They put like a pirate sticker on it, like it was. Oh it no, sucked. That's fun. But that was, but that was like another reason. <laughs> like I had super thick glasses and an, wore a, wore an eye patch for a full year for an a- lazy eye. My dad also had an eye patch as a mm. kid for for a lazy eye, and I loved Urkel. This is like Urkel times, and like like that's you were afraid of being compared to Urkel, right? right. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. Did they when they like that you got to take the eye patch off? They were like, uh, "Well, uh, Ms. Mitchell, the lazy eye is cured. Unfortunately, the it's laziness spread, spread to the rest of his body." <laughs> <laughs> laziness, laziness metastasized. <laughs> I just have a fucking gut. I'm like, Ugh. Folks, thank you so much for coming in to see me today. Um, I just wanted to talk about your son. He. He's just having a tough time, and we've done the vision test, we've done the hearing test, mm. and we just don't know what else to test for. Um, he's just not able to focus in class, and we're just having a tough time getting through to him. Is there something at home that's going on? because you let him get a fucking Nintendo Switch. This is the whole thing. He has a Nintendo Switch, and now he can't focus on his studies. It's not the Switch. He was weird before the Switch. Uh, Weird. Now that's an interesting word. I want to. I yeah. want to put a put a. Oh, great. Yeah. I, I saw, sorry. I'm Dr. Banner. This is Dr. Tanner. We were as you know, Banner and Tanner. Banner we worked Tanner. together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You shouldn't put t- that type of blame on 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 the on yeah. the child. Yeah, but I, I, not blame. But I, I mean, we all see the kid. He's weird, right? Yeah, he's like, a weird he's kid. A little oddball. Well, and we noticed that. We, noticed we, we don't that, love yeah. that nomenclature, uh-huh. but we noticed that, and we had a couple of other treatment options that we mm. wanted to try yeah. yeah um obviously eye patch wasn't working yeah. wasn't, that you wasn't deal issue. with like his weird obsession with anime <laughs> like a certain kind of anime you know what i mean like he's really obsessed with it it, it bothers mm. me mm. telling he's the nintendo switch he starts playing those japanese video games because in the japanese culture he wants to watch japanese anime it's i wish he was into japanese culture he is into big-breasted women that act like little girls, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. We and, see that a lot. We do see, we that, see a lot. that a lot. Yeah. Okay, a lot. good. And you see, they see it a lot. Okay, it's not that weird, honestly. It's it's we it's 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 fine. It's it's actually kind of enjoyable if you ever get to watch it. But um. <laughs> it is just interesting material. It's just interesting. But that, that's just something we believe as doctors. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, that's fine. Um, I have no problem with anime broadly. Uh, it's just he's really into specific stuff. Well, we though. are really out of normal treatment options yeah so we were figuring maybe Mm -hmm. we try to lean into it we lean into his weirdness we give him an insane haircut yeah or bleach the hair or put some colors in it 
and that way paint his meant. fingernails. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Banner, you're like giggling at these ideas. It feels like you want to turn him into like a joke. I, I'm laughing because I'm like, this kid's gonna be so happy once we do, like, uh, once this treatment is. I do want him to be happy. Yeah, I want him to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's a very he came to Banner and Tanner. Of course, we're two of the best. Yeah. Um, well, one of the best, and and I'm also here. I help out. Um, well, don't sell yourself short. Like don't that. thank you. Yeah, no, don't insult. I, 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 I'm just giving well, credit to my partner. Them. That's yeah. that's that, yeah, that. Same. But the other way is a lot harder. Just just the, the coolification process is a lot trickier. If that's something that you're want to try, oh. to we want to know, know the options. Mm. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of different terms, fonsification, there's a lot of different things that we call it. Yeah, it depends on what's in in your, your kid's class. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Fonsification, Yoshification. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, Yoshification, yeah. Fonsification. Is that Noya or, or <laughs> Dunda? Depends Yosh- again what's, what's popular in your children's <laughs> class. Yeah. I mean, we, we've heard that Yoshinoya is pretty popular in your kid's school, so we think the Yosh- Yoshinoyaification might work. But... Yeah, there's one like near campus, so I think the kids yeah. might be going yeah. there. Yeah, must treat. be popular. Yeah. So like that would be a sort of thing of like at lunch, you know, be like, what do you got for lunch? Like, you guessed it, Yoshinoya, and he'll have a boil, bowl of Yoshinoya. New persona uh, to try it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, well, we're open to trying it, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, if that, and that'll you, that that's the direction that's to make him cooler instead of leaning into the way he is. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that actually, I know that may seem weird, but that is not that that's not the weird version. That's the cool. Version. The cool version. Yeah, is, kids need a thing. Yeah. So our options, it seems like, are either show him more big-breasted hentai uh-huh. or turn him into the Yoshinoya kid. I just want to say, like, those are our two options. Or right give now. him a crazy haircut. Yeah. Or you could combine the haircut with the other ones. Mm. Or give him a crazy haircut. Well, I, look, if I'm going to be totally honest, I don't know if you can tell by your interactions here, but things aren't great in the household. They're a little it, tense. Oh, kind of a blaming each other for, I'm sorry I came at you a little hot. We've been blaming each other for what's going on with our kid. You know, We just want what's best for at him. At the end of the day, we love him, and we I just him. don't want him to be so weird. Um, it like mm. he he makes really long direct eye contact when we have mm. guests over. But yeah, that's same I'm guessing that he gets that from you. Sorry to just throw that out <laughs> what there. What's that mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I I just thought it's maybe something that he got from one of the parents. Um, well, you well, seem pretty. On me. You seem confident it was me specific. <laughs> well, you can't keep eye contact at all. You seem really nervous. Yeah. You. No. <laughs> you just looked away. No, I don't think so. I mean. Yeah. It, Look, we're paying top dollar we're for you to figure out why our kid is weird, not what's up with us. We came to Banner and Tanner because you guys are the best. I know, and we're trying to break things down, and you're staring through me, honestly. That's why I think maybe the child has got that from you. Yeah, the nut doesn't always fall far from the That's tree. That's right, yeah. I, it, and I don't mean to use nut <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, no, I, he is a nut. He's yeah. Look, he's become really obsessed with serial killers lately. Mm. Um, like we, uh, we got. I'm him. guessing that's something that he got from you as well. Again, no idea where you're coming to me on that, <laughs> Doctor Banner. Yeah, we are having issues in our marriage, but I'm still going to defend my partner. You're exacggerating okay. things. Yeah, you're really, yeah. yeah. Take it easy. Sorry, I, mean, I, I, I didn't mean to jump to conclusions there. I apologize. Tanner, get your get your fucking colleague in line. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I, maybe we should talk about it separately, but I'm leaning pretty much into doing the Yoshinoya for us. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I just want to see what happens with Yoshinoya Kid. Great. Which I, maybe is not the best parenting strategy, but I'm just like, let's fuck it. Why not? All right. I, I, I just, I'll be, we'll be honest with you straight up. It yeah. is the most expensive option. Um, what, what are the costs that could possibly be incurred beyond just like getting Yoshinoya for lunch every day? 
Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Yoshinoya. That's right. Mm-hmm. Full... Hey, those, again, those are pretty affordable options not... as far as takeout. Yeah. There is a, that. a desaltification process that he'll have to go through every night. Uh-huh. Um, if he's that eating this sense. much Yoshinoya, you need yeah, right. it. It's kind of like a like a right. ch- like a basically a chamber that he'll have to sleep in yeah. that will draw some of the salt out of his body. And if uh, he wants the full experience, he's going to have to get the hair transplant. New yeah. Hair. Mm. You've got a hair obsession, sir. Excuse <laughs> well, me, Doctor Tanner. Uh, Dr. Tanner no, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't. What are you talking about? Is on nice and tight. Doctor Tanner. No, I don't. The noodle hair thing is normal and perfect. Look, I, you've got you clearly were just in Turkey. You've got a visit Turkey shirt on. Uh, it is the for... cheapest place to get plugs, but that's not why I was there. Okay, well, I was there for the culture. If you look, I guess if you do it for yourself. <laughs> If you do it for yourself, I guess that means you think it's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, well, let's let's Yoshinoya our, our boy, and uh, um, uh, I guess we'll just have to figure out financially. I mean, we can. Whoa, Mike, dude! You look cool as hell, dude. Thanks, guys. You noticed? Holy shit! Cool dude. shirt, cool bowl. Yeah, you got two Yoshinoyas, one in each hand. That's right. And if oh. you checked out my hat. It's a bowl. Whoa. That's Like awesome. rocks. Dude. But hold on. Let me put down my lunches. Take off this bowl. Check out my hair. Whoa. Whoa. Noodle head. Wow. <laughs> yes, Instead dude. of hair, I got noodle transplant. Will you come to my birthday party? Dude, no, you got to come to my birthday party. It's the same weekend. Fudge. Oh, dude. All right, line up. Tell me. Tell me what type of cake is at each party. <laughs> Dang. My mom will only make me vanilla. Okay, vanilla. Uh, whatever cake you want, Mike. We'll have a custom order. Um, I think I'd like a Yoshinoya cake. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, you thinking what I'm thinking? Joint birthday. Yes! Yeah. Hey, uh, hi. I'd like to order uh, a cake. Uh, oh, um... Okay, we mostly just do kind of food, savory food bowls. Uh, in the, yeah, it's my in, son's birthday party. He really wants a Yoshinoya cake. Okay, well, I'm sure we can whip up kind of a a, a custom yeah. order. Do you want it to be a dessert or do you want it to be with the ingredients we have here? I don't want any of this. I hate this. My whole life is about finding the nearest Yoshinoya all of a sudden. Uh, oh, well, well, that's uh, great for the business, and uh, as manager, the better the business does, the better I do. So right. I, I want this to work for you. I think what we could do here is I could make you kind of a, so- a sweet soy demi-glaze, sure. put it around a bunch of rice stuffed together. Does it have to be bowl? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Trust me, you don't want to bring your son like a plate of Yoshinoya. No, it's or... got to be a bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. So I'll do that, and then I'll put some uh, beef on there. Sure. Uh, and broccoli. Perfect. Uh, Sounds wonderful. like you know exactly what I want. Are well, other it's just what here? we have here. Um, I, I'm yeah. just doing the best with what I have. I don't have cake ingredients. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I know. Uh, yeah, I just finished ordering, actually. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, can I? Yeah, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Just, okay, yeah. Uh, sorry. Hey, uh, do you guys have pinatas? <laughs> no, no. Is there, uh, I'm sorry. What uh, is there like a, an ad, a fake ad or oh, something? Oh, no, what? no. Uh, sorry. My son, uh, he's hosting 
a, a Yoshinoya themed uh, birthday party to try to get this cool kid to attend. Oh, it's okay. Like, and so my son too. Oh, your son too. Okay, yeah. yeah this is maybe okay. We it might, might be the same kid. This kid, Mike. Yeah, my son's Jeremy. Okay, J- Davenport Elementary. Yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably Jeremy's probably in the same class as my kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, my kid's got a name too. Uh, anyway, uh, I'd, love, I'd love, I'd love, Mike to come to my uh, kid's birthday party. So I think if I get a pinata filled with uh, Yoshinoya, I think Mike would show up and I could hang out with him. I mean, Mike's son could hang out with yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, are yeah. you guys in line? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just finished ordering a Yoshinoya pinata. Can I, can I get a? Can I also get a Yoshinoya cake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, does your kid have a birthday coming up or something? I don't, I don't have kids. <laughs> What? But we're here. We're buying Yoshinoya cakes for our son's I was getting birthday. Y- yeah, Yoshinoya pinata. Oh, I'll come. <laughs> what? I just want a Yoshinoya cake. You got one? I mean, yeah, he's got the. He's getting the cake. I'm getting pinata. I'm gonna make one for him, and yeah, I, I, I'll take one too. Okay. <laughs> Do you need help carrying some of that stuff? <laughs> you got a lot of stuff. I went to McDonald's. I got a cake. <laughs> Oh, I heard those cakes are good. The cakes are good. I came to Yoshinoya to get a cake. It's the weekend for me, so. It's the I, weekend for all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just is. Saturday and Sunday, yeah. Yeah. I don't work, so this is kind of it's the same as, you know, like every other day. Okay. I wake up, I <laughs> get a cake. Uh-huh. That's kind of my life, so. You're wet. You're really wet. Yeah. Ex- excuse me, Tanner and Banner? Hey, uh, yes. Yes, we, we've got our son. Uh, Mike, he has become the Yoshinoya kid. Yeah. And uh, how's it I'm, working out? I'm worried about the man he is growing into. Oh no! Uh-oh. Is he wet? He's become wet all the time. Is yeah. he growing extremely fast? He's growing very fast. <laughs> yeah. He's a full beard. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's that that's happens. the one side yeah. effect that we knew about. There's a lot of like growth hormone in the beef <laughs> Yoshinoya. So wait a sec, Doctor Banner. Mm-hmm. Did you, Yoshinoya Hulk our kid? Is that what's going on? It's all a ploy to Yoshinoya Hulk our kid? Run! Run! You're getting me fucking angry! Run, you guys! You guys need to run! No, I have to shoot. That was the movie? That was the movie. That was the post scene. The post scene. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, Holy moly! Marvel movies are probably we were talking about acting stuff before. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I'm very out on that. I I feel done with it in a lot of ways. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, do you? So you you were saying that is is it mostly tied to the auditioning process or the, yes. the whole world? The audi- okay. I think the whole world of it, and I think the Marvel like I think. I feel I, like I, look. I know I don't want to be like the South Park episode where everything is shit, but I do feel that way a lot of the time. Mm. I try to have a good, but I'm also like putting yourself through the the auditioning part where you're putting yourself through the ringer, and then you're like, no one is is anyone watching this, and also this sucks. Why am I? You know what I mean? Like we talked about yeah. this earlier today. Is like. This thing sucks, and I'm like embarrassing myself. When you say too. when you say, "Is anyone watching this?" Do you mean a thing you're? Do you mean like a thing you're acting in, or do you mean like an audition tape you're making? An audition tape you're making. Got it. Okay, and that's that- its own its own humiliation. Is that you're oftentimes in these this post COVID era as an actor. This isn't yes. my world. This is your guys' world. But it's like you're recording something like on your own camera, 
and and reading it with a friend and then sending it in and maybe never hearing anything back. Yes. Oh, and the, a huge possibility that yeah. no one is watching it yes, at all. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like sending a job. It's like sending a, a resume to nowhere. You know, yes. for like a like an office job. Except way hard. Like, but there's way more, more work, work involved, and it's a little bit demeaning. You call a friend sure. and have to like waste an hour of their yeah. time too. That's kind of where my head is at with it right now. And uh, even once you get the job, you then still have to send out resumes forever anyway. Yes, like, you it never like, ends. You don't then work there. Yeah, you know, you just work for like a few days. Yes. And yeah. At least in my experience, <laughs> the thing that like really started to demoralize me is like. I think unless you're like Seth Rogen and a few other people, the job's not fun. Like <laughs> wow, work, sure. like acting. I, I've never really enjoyed the work yeah. a, a, of what I have worked on. Yeah, a lot uh, of it's not fun. There's a there's a, there is a rare occasion where it is something that you're this, and you're always like, oh man, I wish it was always like this. But it's that is the min- minority. It's not. The, didn't yeah. you shoot on a thing where you had to get in like the harness with the wires? Yes, and that was fun. I yeah. mean, that was the crazy thing, and that is like more Marvel like, I guess. But I was like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. That you enjoyed that, and I it was like all that. green screen kind of stuff. There or... was like greens. There was some green screen stuff, but a lot of it was just shot outdoors. But like, I I think I think for us, we like everyone likes to work in comedy in some way. Have you have you do you still consider? I mean, I don't know how you feel about this. That's why I don't know. Do you think you'll ever write for a comedy again in your life? I don't know. I mean, like, this is, like, look, we're very, very blessed, you and I, to be able to make a living doing podcasting, which gives a luxury. Which is not comedy. Yeah, which is not, which is not comedy. <laughs> but it, it's like you have the luxury of being a little bit choosier because then in the past it was like, I really need to take this fucking job. I really need, yeah. to, do, I need to write this branded ad because I need $200 right now. <laughs> um so because we have the stable thing, it's it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, yeah, there's I don't want to work just for the sake of working. Maybe that's a sh- that's a shitty attitude, but it's also like some of this stuff I'm just like I don't want to work on this. I'm yeah. not interested in this. I just it has to be something I I I genuinely feel creatively uh, inspired by. But we were talking about like Blues Brothers, which again is like not like like you said like this weird kind of not comedy movie, but comparatively i'm like oh that is like way more of a like now i'm like do they make like they make like network sitcoms and then like the barbie movie i feel like there's like no like that like there's no in between there's no mid-budget comedies there's the low budget like direct to streaming comedies but if you're working on those unless you're like one of like a like one movie star maybe you're not making any sort of decent payday everyone's making minimums and by the way i apologize for for turning this into a table for five or whatever the fucking john favreau (laughs) i love that i love that that. that's the dream you dinner with people and then talk about bullshit (laughs) yeah no original podcast yes yeah 100 percent. my fault to take this in the this direction but i I think the the because you talked about like no one seeing things and that's why i was asking if it was for an audition or for like actually making something because i think there is a point also where it's like some of these is like this is a movie that's like on a streaming service but like is this a thing that people are watching you know what i mean so like you even reach a threshold where you don't really feel or, or a TV show, the same sort of thing. I've worked on TV shows that, to me, have just felt invisible. I'm like, no one watched this fucking Hulu show I worked on. No mm-hmm. one even knows it exists. It's like more people listen to a podcast we do on our own than listen to than would watch a TV show that was backed by a big media company, you know? That's my thought, too. And then, like, shouldn't they be like, hey, a lot of people listen to this, like, a podcast. Shouldn't they... 
shouldn't they then, you know what I mean, be like, maybe these people are on to something. You know what I mean? Like, that's No, because they're fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they don't think that way. They think instead like, oh, we should get a celebrity and give them a podcast, and then that's guaranteed success. And then people no like one listens to it. And then no one listens to it. Yeah. I, I, um, I also get the feeling sometimes, specifically if it's like a commercial usually, but sometimes like a small role on something, where it's like, I, I like, I feel in my world, I've gar- I have worked to garner like a respect from people that uh, like this world. Sure, sure. Um, and like I would say, the same is true for you guys. Um, to what I would say, more of an extreme. And uh, it sucks to then go to a commercial and be treated like dog shit. Yes, <laughs> and right. to feel like, hey, just so you know, I'm like good and yeah. funny and like whatever. And I and like me achieving something, what I thought was my goal means showing up and being treated like an idiot. Yes, uh, 100%. And it's like, oh, this world, unless I am fully in control of it, which is, I think, like how people like us end up creating our own podcasts, yeah. is not very fun for me. No. Yeah. And then also there's that sort of thing with po- in the podcast world, where, like Wags was saying, where it's like, it's Deuce Bigelow's podcast gigolo. <laughs> and they're like, he, they gave Rob Schneider like $300,000 to make this or something? That's insane. And, the, and, and then no one listens to it. he pimps himself out to people yeah. and he talks about it. <laughs> I would watch. Absolutely. I, yeah, me too. Good. I think, yeah, that's pretty good. No, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> but, I, like, it, it's, I think probably, uh, even though, like, our industry feels a little bit, like, well, I feel a little embarrassed to talk about it in that of way. Of course. 100%. It, but it, I also think also, that it's I a point where it needs to be talked about. No, yeah. no one does. It's, embar- it's embarrassing to talk about. But. I, I imagine it's also relatable to people in the sense of, like, everybody after the pandemic feels like, oh, I'm going and creating, like, grist for the mill. That is yeah. just, I'm like just a product for something bigger that doesn't give a shit about me. <laughs> right. And, yes. like, for us, it's making some. Yeah, like Netflix thing or ad for like some company I don't agree with or whatever just to get paid <laughs> that no one's going to think about. But everybody's got their version of that. And yeah. you feel crazy ha- feeling like you have to drive for it still. Yes. Like you have to like, get up, wake up and do it. Yeah, 100%. And I will say that any advertisement we've read on our podcast, Doughboys, I 100% stand by that product. Fully endorse it. And that company, we fully endorse yes. Of course. Them. I remember one time we did a little thing for Manscaped and they sent us like, you know, ball trimmers and I immediately hurt my balls <laughs> and I got so mad because they also didn't give us money. They gave us like a $10 thing and then we advertised and I was like, God damn it. It's so, the last thing dude, I wanted. We work with Manscaped and we're the perfect partners because we've never grown hair below our chin. <laughs> <laughs> we're hairless. I believe it for you. For sure. <laughs> uh, you know why he's got a fucking bush on him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's be real. You got a good bush down. Let's be there. real. You got a pretty good bush. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we all pull out cigars for the clips and we're like smoking and being real. <laughs> <laughs> when I was shooting swingers, I got the I had the biggest bush. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. Tell us more about it. I remember your bush. I remember your bush, baby. <laughs> I remember you're so money you don't even know it. I was so itchy that day, so hot. Um, I I was also just talking about this separate idea where I will like so boldly make fun of somebody on a podcast, like uh, Vince Vaughn or whatever. But if I met him, I would be I would bow before him. I would be so (laughs) humble. I would be so polite. And there's like a a cowardice of when I I feel myself doing that, where it's like I've met people who like. 
I, like I did a comedy bang bang with Allison Williams, who I've like uh, I, I I like her, but I I've in my in my life I've made fun of girls on a podcast at some point. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, I love comedy bang bang. I listen all the time, and it made me be like, Oh, who else is this true about? Right, yeah. <laughs> that I've like brashly mocked who if I met him in person, I'd be like, You're awesome, yeah. you know. We Mitch and I were making have been making fun of the Darren Aronofsky film The Whale, like as a running <laughs> thing on Doughboys. And then we found out that Darren Aronofsky like listens to comedy podcasts. We don't know if it's listening uh, to us or has any idea who we are. I like Aronofsky's. I like, I like his other movies. movies to I do be like clear. his other movies, but it is very funny to think about him like like like, oh, this is my escape from Hollywood. I'm gonna listen yeah, to the Shane yeah. Restaurant podcast. And then we're just like, the whale sucks. <laughs> 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 <It's just fucking laughs> Also, I do wonder for Aronofsky if it's that sort of, if like if it's like the, the, he's made a lot of movies, but it's never like a podcast. Like yes. if you're like, oh, that podcast episode was bad. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot yeah, of bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the yeah. quality of what I make, like I will boldly be like, fuck this Tarantino movie <laughs> that is head and shoulders above 99 percent of what I've ever made. Oh, 100 percent of what I've ever made. In my life. <laughs> I literally like don't own paper and haven't written anything down. But yeah, that like I, I think the thing that like that audition you and I were talking about mm. that they hit me up on a Saturday and yeah. were like, "We need this Monday at one fifteen. And I was like, "I have something at one forty-five. I have something till one forty-five. I do mm -hmm. it then." And they're like, "Sure," and, and then I have to rush home to do it. And, but they're also like, "We actually do want you at one fifteen. So like then I'm like trying to get home early, and I, my room is tiny and i'm trying to set up a backdrop so people don't see my awful bedroom yeah uh, so funny is my time was 120 there was so like also it would have been behind <laughs> <laughs> i looked at it I, I said yes and then they gave me the sides on monday and i was like i'm not doing it. i can't do this yeah and like the role was like you know it's it's thankless and it's a the audition like doing it would have been fine but the audition for it is embarrassing you're it's alone embarrassing. in your room right pretending to be this like it, it, i won't say what it is but yeah um and then I get like sweaty and I have to move all my shit up to the side and like mm -hmm. face my life. So like every step of it is not what I imagined it would be when I was like trying to no. get auditions. It, what, also with the process, what you're describing just speaks to like the dehumanization of it. And also, but like they respect their own time, but they don't respect your time. Mm. If they're yeah. saying like you guys have slots that are five minutes apart and they're and, and you're like, hey, I'm not available to this time. And then they, they're, they're also like, no, fuck you. It's got to be this time or nothing. <laughs> And so you're just you're you're on the hook for that. Um, I had a meeting years ago. I had a general meeting. Uh, this is one of those those Hollywood things that doesn't ultimately go anywhere, but you just do it because it's like part of the dog and pony show. But I we had just been filming a, a sketch for my um sketch my old sketch group, I guess from Daddy. And the sketch was that basically that uh, two hitmen, uh, Paul Rusted and Michael Cassidy, were the sketch group. Uh, they kill me. I'm the guy, and basically my role in the the, the sketch is dead body. So they shoot me immediately, <laughs> and then Paul goes to take a piss on me. He's like, like he's a parting gift and takes a piss, but then he can't stop pissing, and so he just pisses all day. And so it was just like, it was like you know whatever. It was like 15 takes of us shooting in a public park of of. Paul with like an apple juice through his fly, just like pissing all over me, like lying in the dirt, face down. And it well, the shoot went long, and I had to go. I had to go straight to this meeting, like in a mobster suit, covered in apple juice, fucking pants. <laughs> and, and, that is so insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
apple juice that was meant to be pissed <laughs> and go in and like talk oh. to some executive trying to impress them so they'll like maybe give me a job my you guys know sketch that? memories are like the shooting the sketch is more embarrassing than the actual premise like yes yeah. i'd rather be oh, beat up always. and pissed on than just like purposely had apple juice dumped on my head by my friend <laughs> like a whole day it went long it always goes it's always so hard and also weirdly connective wags for yeah. you <laughs> Because I don't know if you guys know this, he worked in the video game industry. That's true. Yeah, and then uh, you worked on The Sopranos: Road to Respect. That's true. I worked on that game. So briefly. you you worked in uh, you um, in a mobster scene. It kinda, right. It's a kind of kind of a lateral thing there. Yeah. You know, I was playing that game. And there's a long cut scene that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't got any pila. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what did you do on Road to Respect? What was your? I just had an additional game design credit. I worked on it very briefly, but enough to get credited on the game. But it was like I was on the, in the early going. Uh, the game ended up being basically GTA you, Sopranos. You designed like most of the gabagool in the game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of the, the cured meats. Um, Great shadowing on those. I yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> if you look, it's like a PS. What is it? PS two or three? Yeah, it was PS2 or Xbox era. All the graphics, but if you see the sandwiches, they look like PS5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal Engine before they had it. <laughs> um, I don't have any scene ideas, but um, we don't have to do scenes also. Hi, right, designers. Uh, designers, I just wanted to call you guys in here real mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. the, the attention to detail on this game is incredible. I think uh, our audience Thank is you. really excited for the new Sopranos game. And I just want to talk about where we're spending our time. Mm -hmm. It feels like we're getting a little bogged down in some things that aren't super important. For example, I was looking at the cutscene the other day uh, in the sandwich shop. Yeah. And there's so much time behind the counter just watching the sandwich get made. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I don't really understand where that fits narratively. Well. I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah. We worked on that. We programmed that scene um, and scripted it uh, uh, like before lunch. So uh, I yeah. think we're kind of like thinking about – we probably got a little granular with the detail because we were thinking about what we're going to have for lunch. Yeah. We were kind of hungry. We are kind of hungry, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then we kind of came back to it, and we had lunch, and we came back to it, and we were just sort of like, oh, let's take a let's take a little walk. Ah, oh, let's play some, you know, let's play some World of Warcraft. Oh, let's go to Coffee Walk. It's like, oh, we're it's almost dinner time. Oh, we should work on this, this scene again. And then yeah. we were hungry again by that point, so – Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where our mindset was. We're just really long, and we're, we're, you know, we haven't even drawn or written in or programmed Christopher yet, and I feel like he's going to be a pretty big part of the game. Yeah. But all we have is like this Monte Cristo that everybody's looking at. Oh, Monte Cristo would be good. Yeah, it looks really good. No, I know we already did that. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we put it. Yeah, we put it in the game. I think yeah, I remember? Think, well, I'm just thinking it would be good right now. And it does yeah. look. Man, it I does look like breakfast, but also Monte dinner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is kind of funny that it is kind of breakfast, but it also is lunch or dinner. Just not hear what we're to talk about. Not you guys what we're sound here to talk like about Tony and Christopher going back and forth at Satriales. Like that's the Tony kind of conversation who? they would have. Tony, Christopher. Oh, Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, Christopher. Yeah. One of the main characters. We got to put him in the game. We got to right in the game. Yes. Yeah, we got to yes. put him in the game. Yeah, yeah. we got to put him in the game. All right. Well, great. Uh, so I appreciate that, but I think we're done in the sandwich shop, okay. right? I feel like we got it. The details are there. We we just got it. I wanted to talk about the. Uh, just scrolling down on the notes here. Um, there's the scene in the bathroom that you had issues with. 
Um, yeah, just again, I think it's to me. I didn't even think we'd go into the bathroom. I thought he would just go like, "I gotta go to the bathroom." He would go in, close the door. We wouldn't see it. Uh, but the camera like goes underneath the door hole and yeah. then in there, and then it it's flying around more than anywhere else in the game. Yeah, what's well, a gritty, realistic, you know, intellectual property? I mean, they'll go in the bathroom in The Sopranos. I mean, that's just that's part of the the show's fly on the wall sort of. Uh, you know, aesthetic. He yeah, just we, keeps we, we, talking about the Gabagool and how big the sandwich was. And, and we right. follow we follow the, the, the Monte Cristo's journey. So, like, you see the Monte Cristo, <laughs> you see it in the toilet, you follow it through the pipes. Uh-huh. It's like Osmosis Jones a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Right. But that's not at all the game we're making. This this game is not called the Monte Cristo Experience. Oh, sorry. It's right. the Osmosis Jones game. No, right? yeah. no. Oh, I'm Osmosis, sorry. It's, Sopra- it's the Untitled Sopranos Project. Right, right. It's, it's Osmosis from- Jones. <laughs> I good. did like that idea, <laughs> I, but only as a joke in the room. Okay. It's not usable. There, there's a, there's, there's a, there's. All right, so this might be an issue, but have you noticed that I, I gave the main character a Chris Rock voice. Uh, have that? you noticed that? Okay, I did notice that. I, right. I didn't love it. Yeah. It well, we specific. spent a lot of money on Chris Rock for the scratch track there. So yeah. If we can make you it got work. actual Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. You want? Uh, we needed Osmosis Jones, but Gotta it's not real. Osmosis Jones. I keep forgetting. Okay. That. Right. 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 Osmosis Tone. <laughs> no, it's Untitled Sopranos game. Right. Right. Now. right We're right. gonna get to a title, but honestly, do you think Osmosis Tones might be the title? I'm saying no to you right now. Can, can I'm I saying just, it's not that. Can I just go? Can we just go back to Monte Cristo real quick? Because I know you're giving us notes. I'm, I'm like, I'm writing it all down. Okay, gonna, we'll implement this. Like sure. We have enough time in the, yeah. the production schedule. We will. Um, when the Monte Cristo goes down the sewer, yeah, and then like the little uh, rats get on it, and mm-hmm. they've got like cocktail spoons, and they're using them they're, as paddles, and yeah. it's like the river rafting level. Right, like, yeah. that's pretty sick, right? Yeah. I thought that was really cool, just in a different game. You know, I love the design. I love, I loved how into it you guys got, but I just didn't see it anywhere in like the brief. It's my favorite level. Yeah, right. yeah. Really um, Explain to me what happens in that level. What do you do? You. You get to the end of the sewer as a rat. Yeah, you're dodging turds on the on the Monte Cristo sandwich yeah. <laughs> because we want this thing to still be edible. So you're going back. Right. Why do we want turds. it to still be edible if it's in sewage? Because oh, it's, it's, it's a delicious starving, sandwich. Right? Yeah. It's a great sandwich. Sandwich. Because you're starving in real life. <laughs> I would. I'm so hungry. I would eat a Monte Cristo out of the sewer as long as the rats avoided turds. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Yeah. Guys, the rats on top of it. We have got to. Turds. Why don't I we don't ju- eat it? <laughs> Why don't we just take a break and have some lunch? Because I feel like you guys being hungry That's is the best really... idea you had all day. Oh, I, I think that. you're going to like this. I just did something here um, for when they're eating the Monte Cristo sandwich, uh, Osmosis Tones. I have them sit on this electrified couch. Um, <laughs> as the couch is plugged in so that cats won't scratch it. Right. Yeah. So there's Why like... would I like that? I just thought it was good detail. It is good detail. Because also it's a good thing of like the cats jumps up onto the couch to take the Monte Cristo sandwich. It's going to get shocked. Yeah. Right. Because it's an electrified couch. If I'm starving, I do not want a cat to eat my sandwich. And I I think that's really relatable. That's kind of where my mind was. It's not that smart. I get it, but it's not that (laughs) smart what he said. Mm. Well, there's the thing in The Sopranos where where Polly thinks a cat is... That's okay, right. is I think someone he killed, maybe Christopher. Even mm-hmm. I can't remember. Okay, I like that. I like um, that. What if we? Oh, so be- Christopher is a cat. That's interesting. Okay, no. a hungry cat. A hungry. Oh, okay. All right. So this is good. This is this works for. 
None of this is working. I feel like you guys are not hearing me at all. What if we took the rap huh. thing because uh -huh. it's the closest thing and we play more of a mobster rap, you know, someone who's shared information that they shouldn't have shared rather than like oh. a real rat with a spoon dodging turf. I just don't get what Osmosis Jones has to do with the mafia. Me either. Do you know what I'm... Me either. It's nothing. Do you know what I'm realizing? I don't know where you guys got the idea that Osmosis Jones... I literally, I have no idea where I, that came from. It seems random. I think I think I got... I think I know what's wrong. We we all have HBO Max, and a lot of the shows got removed from there. Right. Uh -huh. I'm looking at it right now. It's Osmosis Jones, and The Sopranos is the next icon over. So yeah. you haven't seen The Sopranos? I have never seen The Sopranos. I've only seen, seen Osmosis Jones. Which, one, which one's with Bill Murray? Uh, Osmosis Soprano. Oh. <laughs> I think it's Osmosis Jones. I'm going to look it up because you had different answers. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Wait, so Sopranos oh. is animated, right? It's half animation, half it's real half life. animated. Chris Rock is in it. <laughs> well, no, the the game will be animated, but it is oh, okay. a, a live action show by David Chase. Uh -huh. Obviously, uh, Tony mm. Soprano is in it. Uh, Steve Buscemi is in it later in the seasons. Uh, Pussy is in it, and he's a cop, and he and he rests germs. Right? Is that basically? <laughs> yeah, the like white, it's a white blood cell. It yeah. seems like you guys have seen Osmosis Jones maybe 30, 40 times. Well, yeah, because it's like a sixty episode series. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's kept like kept it looping. No, The Sopranos it is itself a lot, series. but it's really good. It's he, using the theories of film, but in TV, prestige TV, which had never been done until that point. Uh -huh. Do you know what's really disappointing? The Count of Monte Cristo. Have you ever seen it? Why is that it disappointing? Is the worst movie ever. Why is it disappointing? <laughs> Tell me why it's disappointing. Well, uh, you turn it on, you think that it's gonna, you know, you think you're gonna see, you think you're gonna see him. You think you're gonna watch a sandwich for two hours? Yeah, I got a fucking bib on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Things fucking boring. It's, yeah, happen. it's a bunch of guys with swords chasing each other around the French Riviera. Or yeah, and you're sitting there like, when are they gonna cut up the Monte Cristo? Yeah. There is no sandwich. I know. That's what we're saying. The issue is. Yeah. But our. Game doesn't Our have game that problem. Has, game has a sandwich. It's about the sandwich is in a lot. It's mostly about the sandwich. All Fine. Right. I see what you're mad about. We'll remove the electrified couch. Okay. What if hey. maybe I, All right. <laughs> maybe All right. I don't get it. Maybe I've been out of the room too long, and uh -huh. I don't have a view of the game. Why don't you guys tell me your entire vision for the game? Obviously, it starts with the sandwich going down the toilet mm. and the rats avoiding turds. Where are we headed? Oh, we think credits after that. I think so. <laughs> Look, maybe you have. Where's the gameplay? This, this what is the do you thing. play? You know what our target demographic is, all right? It's kids. You know who plays video games? Fucking kids, all yeah, right? Yeah. So let's get a kid in here, because I think you are a little out of out of the loop. I think you are maybe a little out of touch. No offense. You're, I think right. you're, you're in this you're production right. capacity. You can't really see the forest for the trees. So I know this cool ass kid who loves Yoshinoi. He's the coolest kid in oh school. Oh my God. Yeah. You know and that? And he's got kid? lots yeah, of ideas. Him. He doesn't just keep saying the same thing over and over. Well,. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. I don't just want to hear Monte Cristo over and over again. He doesn't say Monte Cristo. <laughs> Good. Well, that's an improvement. I'll bring in anybody who improves on this bad story. You're saying this kid's the coolest kid in school? He's cool as shit. Bring him in. <laughs> You're adults. <laughs> you shouldn't be that impressed by a cool kid. <laughs> All right, let's get the kid in here. Hang on. Hey, well, we got to call the kid oh, or okay. his parents or whatever, okay. you know? Sure. Well, how about tomorrow? Why don't we take a break for today? Okay. Good, I'm tomorrow. starving. Yeah, so <laughs> Me too. <laughs> tomorrow, we'll come back, we'll get this new kid, and and he'll run things. I'll just sit and listen. Do you want us to watch Osmosis Jones tonight? We will. <laughs> 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 See
Seems like you've already seen it. Seems like you've already seen it. <laughs> See? <laughs> so perfectly frustrating. Oh, man. <laughs> well, folks, I think we did it. Yeah. Did we do a wow. man dog episode? Wow. We sure did. Um, well, I had a blast. Me too. Uh, I had a blast doing Doughboys. I'm not sure what our release schedule is for either of these, but check out that episode. And yeah, I guarantee you, if you're listening to this, that you're aware of and probably a fan of the Doughboys podcast. The, the podcast that put Patreon on the map, can we say it? Wow. I like it to me. Join the Golden Plate Club. Join Spoon Nation. Join Hell yeah. The, what other, whatever other parts are important. Um, Mitch, is there anything you'd like to plug other than that or anything else you'd like to... Where no, that, find I was it? just thinking of that fucking shitty-ass map that we put the fucking... We put Patreon on the map. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saying, Bad yeah. map. <laughs> when you were saying you were watching us back in the day, I'm like, you should have watched anyone else on stage. <laughs> uh, but you guys are so funny. Thanks for having That's us. So and yeah, the, we, the, yeah, the podcast and the Patreon. And, uh, yeah, I'm in Twisted Metal this Patreon. summer. I'll plug that. You're in Twisted Metal. I'm in Twisted Metal. Oh, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. and that was fun. That was a fun thing to shoot. Who do you wow. play? I play Can Stu of Mike and Stu. Uh, they're like they're like a duo that drove a bit like a, a like, oh fun. Yeah, 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 I probably only would have known the clown. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> I am not Sweet Tooth, <laughs> but I might interact with Sweet Tooth. Hell yeah. Um, Nick Weiger, uh, where else can people find you? Or what else would you like to play? Check out Doughboys. Me and Mitch uh, chopping it up. A lot right. of fun. Check out our episode with you guys. Also, can, can we plug Osmosis Jones? Yeah, check out Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Can I tell you all a theory that my girlfriend has that I, I love? Um, is if you watch the trailer for the new Book of Saw with Chris Rock, you can logistically see that it's a sequel to Osmosis Jones. Wow. <laughs> he has the same facial he's hair. He's a detective. Yeah, he's a detective. <laughs> oh, my Watch God. Watch it with that in mind. I think you'll enjoy it. Because um, he is also, he is like a, he, Chris Rock the human. Oh, or is it just Bill Murray that's the human? Bill Murray's, he, Chris Rock is blue, a little blue cartoon. The little blue cartoon. I don't know if he ever humanizes in it. Yeah. Uh, I, that was a movie, I when I worked in a movie theater, that was like there was a sneak preview of Osmosis Jones, and I got to see it in the. Th- it was like one of the movies that was playing. How were the vibes? Was the crowd amped? The crowd went wild. The, 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 I thought Osmosis Jones fever was about to sweep the nation. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a chance it still happens. Yeah, it might still be. Yes, it's, it's, it might still be. It's coming. It's a slow wave. You never know what films will be reclaimed over mm. time, where they're just like, this yeah. is actually secretly fucking great. You know, so yeah. maybe it'll be Osmosis Jones. Who knows? Yeah. Those are the type of comedies they should be making again. It's Osmosis Jones level <laughs> comedies. Comedies where something is in somebody's body, inner space. Osmosis Jones, right? Dave or yeah, Meet I Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yes, yeah, the yeah, meet Dave. It was it was originally Starship Dave, as distinct from Dave, the the body uh, switch vice president. Yeah, yeah. The um, first movie I ever fell asleep to in Whoa. the theaters too. <laughs> wow. Uh, sorry, Kevin good. Klein. Wow. <laughs> good movie. He's fucking. Um, and Ryan, uh, the only other thing we need to plug is BigGrandeWebsite.com, where you can get the new season Exit Forty Three. Uh, and all our stuff on there, or is there anything else we want to plug? Yeah, live on set, that live uh, special we did with uh, Big Grande, and, uh, you know, stuff that's been up there for a while. Go check it out. Sweet. Uh, thanks wow. again for uh, being here, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, so much fun. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Thank you.